Really? You don't say. Whiver, no, I'm no fucking ancient whiver. <laughs> what are you mumbling about? What? Who? Where? When? Whence? From whence it came. Wow, I forgot Until how... you are complete again. <laughs> Until you are complete again. Oh, uh, Metallica is doing a thing. Have you heard about that? They have a new album coming making out. Making music? Yeah, yeah they've done up. that. Actually, they're not the ones making it this time. <laughs> no, they're doing an album called Blacklist, which is a cover of the Black Album by other artists that aren't Metallica. So, Metallica's not doing anything. Other artists... That is what I was trying to tell you, but you, could, you had to fucking interrupt. You had to put your two cents in. I hadn't even rung up the fucking price yet. Sorry. Wouldn't that suck? You're sitting there trying to cash people out, and they're like, it's, is it, is it going to be $12? Like, well, hold on. Let me. Believe me, it happens, and it's going to happen again. It better not, not be 14 I won't buy it if it's 14 Oh, am, Are we recording? Yeah, why yes. not? Thank you. I wanted to whine. I wanted my complaining to be on the internet forever <laughs> and ever. Do you but. think it, it's appropriate in a podcast to tell what's going to be in the show at the top of the at the top of the show? We're talking about Dark Souls because a friend of mine requested it, and I fucking hate him for well, it. Well, you know, I mean, we could talk about Dark Souls. We could talk about the new Nintendo Switch that they unveiled. We could talk about puppies. Is it, is it double the Switch? Well, it's three hundred fifty dollars, so it's almost. I love puppies. Yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't gonna go that route, but okay, I'm down for Chinese. But That's anyway, terrible. The, I thought that was cats, but whatever. We'll get the, the small bit out of the way. The new Nintendo Switch. Have you seen it? I didn't even know it existed till now. Yeah, they're calling it the Switch OLED model. Oh, I've heard about it. Okay, they're taking the screen size on the Switch right now is a 6.2 inch screen. Please tell me they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, and I can make a pun about it. They're gonna it. They're going to take the bezel and thin it, and it's going to be a 7-inch screen now. So I was going to say they would have missed the golden opportunity to call it the Switch Squared. Yeah, they did. Those fucking bastards. Anyway. Fuck you, Nintendo. I love everything you've ever done. <laughs> Except for this. Right. This one decision is a failure. They're making the screen OLED, and they are basically making a new dock for it so you can plug your Cat5 cable directly into it. Okay, so it's not really a new console. It's just uh, no, an upgrade. It's an upgrade, yeah. Just a but quality it, of life upgrade. It's an OLED screen. I don't know what OL, OLED is. That, is that what that means? Yes. Organic light-emitting diodes. Organic? They have fucking jellyfish in there? Yep, they put real jellyfish <laughs> in it. Tiny, itty bitty little microscopic jellyfish. <laughs> they exist. Or it's organic light emitting diodes. What is organic light? Organic light means more natural looking. The darks look darker, the the greens look greener. So it's ray tracing? It's the obvious next evolutionary phase. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? Mystery Men? Uh, uh, fucking probably. I love Mystery Man. Me too. I want to watch that. I quoted that the other day. But it, it's one of those things that Nintendo has always done. They did it with the uh, Game Boy, the Game Boys. We had Game Boy, then we turned it into Game Boy Pocket, which was a smaller. They're game men at this point. Yeah, <laughs> they're old enough to. They're, game old, vote. they're old enough to vote. They're old enough to go to war. They're game men, all right. And then we got the Game Boy Color, which was just a bump up in graphics and coloring. We did not get the Game Boy Pocket Light, but Japan did. 
Oh, I was like, what, what does the Wii have to do with this? Nintendo but, has a problem with naming things confusingly. Nintendo has this problem with bringing up like 30 iterations of a device. Yeah, they're like the Street Fighter 2 of fucking consoles. You're correct. They must sell. I mean, in they, Japan, oh, they, they, they have They obviously to. sell. They put this name on it. It's called Nintendo. And then yeah. people just buy it like hotcakes. <laughs> just fucking buy it. Man, Nintendo started as a fucking card company. I don't know how they, they became this mega powerhouse. Business of, decisions and advancement technology. Well, it all started with this Italian plumber from a Japanese company selling to Americans. Stop me if you've heard this one. And he was trying to save a princess who apparently got sucked down the toilet by a giant turtle. Wait a minute. That's not the plot of Pac-Man. And he's also a pretty fun guy. Ba-dum-bum. All right, the podcast is over. <laughs> Dark Souls sucks, and so does Mark, and so does Nintendo. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. I'm done. Um, I've been playing PC games because we got a. It's not like a power. So about Nintendo, there. Listen to me talk. <laughs> I would just say that uh, I'll definitely be making the move to PC. I think. Oh, because every all my friends play console, I'll probably have to continue having a console. <clears throat> Okay, well, one of the people I play with... That was Mark who coughed. One of the people I play with doesn't have a computer, so... It's Ed. We'll have to buy Ed a computer just so he can play with us. Ed, we all pitched in together. Here's a computer so you can play games with us. And the controller still works with it. Yes. Uh, It's a cheap little $200 HP. It's either that or I'll have to get one of those code changer things that let me use mouse and keyboard on on the Xbox. Remember Code Monkeys? Code monkey like Fritos. I don't think he remembers that. Code monkey like Tab and Mountain Dew. Oh, it was Tab and Mountain Dew. I could never figure out what the <laughs> fuck that was. It's Tab, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Can you put that on my tab? <laughs> yeah. It was a cola, for those who don't know. It's just a soda. I've but still it, never even had it, but it I remember was, Sarah was, Silverman made horrible fun of it. It was hip and cool. Hip. Hip and cool. It was supposed to be a diet soda. (laughs) Right? That was what Tab was? I don't know. I think so. I wasn't born in the 60s. Sorry. Tab was in the 80s. Like, I remember seeing Tab commercials. Because it was still around. Well, I was going to say it was the 70s for sure. No, because Austin Powers drank it, and that was in the late 60s. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I remember now because he said something about a Tab. And oh, glorious oracle of infinite knowledge known as the computer and internet. Please tell us. 1963 was its original release date under Woo! the RC. Oh wait, Coca-Cola Company. In 1963, introduced Tab. It was popular through the 60s and 70s. Look at that can. They still. There was still some. Sugar I mean, free. that's ah. what it was. That's why I was looking it up because I, I thought it was ah. less than a calorie. Well, all, you learned, isn't that special? I mean, that is what diet soda is, so. Yeah. Tab was, uh, Diet Right was another one. Oh, I remember Diet Right. I like Diet Right. That was pretty decent. Yeah, Diet Right's not horrible. They couldn't spell for shit, though. Yeah, they got it R-I-T-E. It's technically is spelled correct, because it's like when you tell someone night in I-T-E, that is a word. It's, they're not, they didn't misspell night. But right's another word for ritual, and I don't think diet ritual is what they wanted to name their soda. <laughs> well, they you, do want you, you to buy more of it. <laughs> you weren't there at the board meeting. You don't know. They they could have been a, a board of of Satanists, and they were trying to produce... Don't make me jealous. ...a ritual. 
No, 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 the fake ones are like, oh, hail Satan. <laughs> Reminds me of Spawn. How come God hogs all the good guys and we get all the retards? <laughs> this is this is a product of just the internet now, but like when I think of diet sodas, there's only two diet sodas I think of anymore, and that's Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi. And the sad thing is, is my brain is so old and crusty now. When I think of Diet Pepsi, I think of Ray Charles. <laughs> right, right. Because you've got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. uh-huh. See? Yeah. And when I think of Diet Coke, I think of Batman. I believe that. The original, like, 1989 Batman. Because oh, I remember him going boy. through and having a Diet Coke. I don't know why those are the two things well, that I'm bring. Well, sure, I'm sure Coca-Cola paid a butt ton of money. To use Batman for their commercials? Yeah. Probably. Oh, he went to the drive-thru, didn't he? Yeah. I remember he did a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, he did. Don't worry, yeah, Alfred. Yeah, he did. I'll do drive-thru. I'll get drive-thru. Yeah, it's like, no, you're not. None of the Batmobile, you're not. I remember this now. I guess my brain had blocked it out to protect me, but hmm. you all have broke the seal and reawoken the rage in my heart. <laughs> anyway, um, I was just going to say that PC is just, yeah. It's obsolete. Get over it. It's not obsolete. <laughs> it's the future. Computers and stuff. It just, I was playing around the keyboard and mouse. I was having a little bit, my fingers aren't near as dexterous enough to swap between E and R quickly. Well, we know who came up with Dyer right now. What? It was me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm secretly a millionaire, and you don't know because I've been selling people diet rituals. Isn't that what the Catholics do? Oh. Sick burn. WASD. Like, have you got your fingers adjusted to that yet? Yeah, I can do I can do that pretty... I can move around pretty easily. Mm. But I have a hard time... Because on... I've been playing Proteus on Game Pass. So R is for reload, but mm. E is your, is your activation button. Yeah. So doing that has been... And they want you to use... Um... Yeah. Alt. They want you to use Alt for Sprint. But I gotta... Yep, okay. That's what you need. I fucking need this. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, is Spacebar Jump and, and uh, <clears throat> M Map and all that normal This shit? still might be... It lights up. Look, if you're not sold after that, I don't know what the fuck else you want. I'm just saying, I'm not, <laughs> having, I'm not having a hard problem doing it. I'm, just, I'm getting the dexterity. I'm, I'm training. I'm like... I'm like Rocky. I'm getting up at 4 a.m. and I'm, I'm training my directions and reload. But I do have a gaming mouse, so I switch the sprint up to one of the buttons on the mouse, which I quite thoroughly fucking enjoy. But it's just a little odd for me to use because sometimes you have to sprint to make a jump, but jump a space bar, but sprint's on the mouse. So sometimes I completely fail to either jump or activate sprint, but it is what it is. Most games I played, uh, shift is normally sprint, and it's not right. that difficult. But I mean, and that's that's what really impresses me is the the customability. Is that a word? It is now. Customizability, right? Yes. Uh, I can put whatever button I want anywhere on. If I want, I can make fucking delete a button way over, far away from the mouse or my directional pads. In some games, it is. It's just, I love it. So I could definitely see why. That if you've also got a keyboard 
that you can take the caps off of. You can actually get some that are painted, or you can get the colored. So, like, some of them are yellow. Like, if you've got a black keyboard, they'll have yellow, and then, like, you can get ones that have color coordination. Or, if you have a really cool RGB with, like, independent lights on each part of the keys, like, you can set it up to, like, oh, my reload's green, so I I automatically... <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I can see where my reload button is just by looking down real quick. Instead of it always just being a muscle memory thing, you can get used right. to it easier. That's fucking cool. You can't see it, but it's a gamepad, and it's it's got a palm palm on it. It's, it's only like, moderately less clunky than the uh, Dreamcast controller. I could see, dude. I could definitely see this because then you can just rest your fingers on the keys. I'm just saying, I can now. Ooh, I now see when I watch PC players play through shit and they fucking dominate. I don't know. The only word I could use for it is it's... I dare say it's even more intuitive than a controller. At times it can be. It's it's not so much intuitive, it's more useful because the mouse is so much more reliable for aiming than that fucking joystick right there. At half the time, you don't even have to use your left or right because you just hold forward mm-hmm. and because of your... Um, because of the mouse and the sensitivity, you just move to the left real quick and your character just goes to the left. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about The mouse strafing. is what makes the difference. Yes, yes. The mouse makes the man. If you say so. And also Tiny it's, Mice. It's a mighty mouse. Tiny Mice are the ones that woke up uh, Eve or Wally, I can't remember which, when they were in the trash bin. Eve. Wally. <laughs> Match made in heaven. It's a love story. It can't be beat. Yeah. So, I may look into this. I may look into other stuff. It's just all the idea of all the peripherals that exist. The uh, possibilities are endless. Yes. I guess we'll know when Josh has finally t- tucked the dive in when we come in. He's got a <laughs> fucking Hoda set up in the kitchen, and he's like, leave now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, we're here to record. I am busy. <laughs> Actually, I've been wanting to get a Hodas. There's a There's a Hodas for Elite Dangerous. For the Xbox. There's only one. There's a new by, one out now. Okay. It's by Thrustmaster. And it's notorious <laughs> it's it's notorious to be a piece of shit. Because the springs inside the joystick handle continue breaking. It's almost like it'd be really cool if you used it for one hour every month. You'd have no problems. But mm-hmm. if you if you game even remotely hardcore, it'll break on you. And I'm on two I'm on two Elite Dangerous. Uh, Facebook pages and everyone that has those fucking hates them. But the Hodas's that you can get for PC are fucking amazing. But most of them are six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars. See that? But they look like they're worth it. The flight. I doubt it. The one that I, they just brought I out. Disagree. Original. <laughs> I disagree. It's coming out from Microsoft Flight Flight Simulator and it's going to be three hundred fifty dollars. Okay, it's about time they come <clears> out with a new one. Yeah. Okay, that's not so bad. I have a very hard time thinking anything is worth $500 if it's just a peripheral to another $60 thing. Fuck it's, that. Uh, <laughs> we were... I went to Terre Haute last weekend to go see Steve, and we went through Best Buy, and they have the Bang & Olufsen headphones. Give a guess how much those headphones are for Xbox. 140 bucks. 600 $500. See? He said Bose. That already told me that it was... No, it's Bang & Olufsen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say I didn't hear Bose. I don't even know who the hell Bang & Olufsen is, but... Bang & Olufsen makes high-end quality audio. 
about 150 bucks is the absolute max I would ever pay for a pair of headphones. I don't care if they take me to another fucking dimension. No. Um, My money is mine. Bang & Olufsen, if you go buy a high-end Mercedes or something like that, they're mm-hmm. they're more inclined to be inside one of those. Okay. I mean, even my little GMC Arcadia has a fucking Bose sound system. So, yeah. I think the Thrustmaster is is 80 bucks. It's not exp- but that Microsoft. I saw a picture for a guy that plays Microsoft Flight Simulator and he had a curved screen. Oh, those are still a thing? Oh yeah. Uh it was it was extremely curved, right? Where the cockpit windows would gotcha. be. And he had a complete setup of buttons above and below. It was a it was a damn near one to one. So it's a fucking simulator, all right. Yeah, it, okay. it it did everything but do the moving the the be on a wobble or what do they call that? Um, uh, fuck, not, I know what you're talking not about. an axis, but but basically one to one movement, like a gyro. Yeah, it, it did everything but move. I mean, he had every single knob. So that's a guy that really loves his uh flight simulator i understand but at that point why not just become a fucking pilot well i mean he probably is a pilot now see that's different not really just go fly the fucking plane (laughs) (laughs) i I agree i agree if you're gonna go that hardcore into flying but what if he wants to wear the blue suit from tailspin right i bet they won't let him on a commercial flight with that yeah he probably has to wear like a fucking airlines being so strict with their rules about dress this way dress like a normal employee don't dress like a freak hey blue the bear (laughs) pilot of the plane just fine this isn't uh dress how you want airplane lines oh you want to be you want to be isaac clark from dead space i don't think they're gonna like you flying the plane i would have gone with halloween but sure okay Edward Scissorhands does not make a good pilot, okay? That's all I'm... So don't dress up like him. Does that mean Freddy Krueger would make a better pilot? At he least could one... grab a hold of it a little right, bit. Right, right, yeah. a little bit better, exactly. And his glove comes off, so... And he only has one glove instead of actual scissors for hands. These are true. These are facts. These are all facts. Look, if you were in a cookie-making factory, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands might be your guy. <laughs> Especially well, if how so- can that be when he's sweeter <laughs> than the cookies? If some old guy named Vincent was like, oh, look, my cookie, that could be a person. I'm just going to go ahead and make a person out of my Don't cookie you machine. you disrespect Vincent Price? I, I'm not. I mean, I will if I want to. <laughs> you know, if, the, if things call for that. You're not my dad. He has the heart of a cookie. That, are, that's my best you? old man, Vincent Price. You nailed it. No, I didn't. <clears throat> I butchered it. I, I miss being a uh, Tim Burton fan before everybody else was, too. Oh, my God. It's the worst. I know. All fandoms are getting like that. I remember when I was proud to be a Godzilla fan <laughs> and nobody else was. And now that everybody's like, Godzilla beat Kong. And I'm like, oh, my God. And you don't even fucking know why, do you? These are those times that, like, it reminds me of when I sit down the Claymore on Rainbow Six. And I set it down and I know they're going to come around the corner at me. <laughs> I just did it to Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you set me up, didn't you? Yeah, you, you set me up. <laughs> You've been baited. You bitch. You were baited. I yeah. did. I did like being a Tim Burton fan when it was different. But see, you were. Still. You were. He was. He was the Queen Harvester coming to finish Earth off. <laughs> and so you were America and or the world, and you you're sent, trying again. But I, I didn't watch Independence Day Resurgence. And uh, you sent all. I, it was on sale. <laughs> okay, four ninety nine. Hear me out. It was on sale. I bought the two pack. 
I that movie is garbage, and I fucking love it. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm not just gonna jump on your bait. I'm gonna like politely take the hook and jam it in my own mouth. <laughs> Godzilla '98 was a better movie. <laughs> Ooh. Dim's fighting words. I would somebody. rather listen to Matthew Broderick and his girlfriend constantly bicker about a giant lizard that runs away from the military, doesn't breathe fire, and has anorexia than I would watch a fucking watered-down discount Independence Day. But it beat the Ap- Apaches. I don't understand. What it didn't the beat hell? the Apaches. It killed one Apache, and the other two killed themselves. Did they? They did. I liked Zilla. I liked that movie. I, I like that sorry. you know he's called Zilla. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie. Like I said, I'll take that. That's actually my... I like that movie even more than Stargate, and I don't like admitting that. But the the movie, not the series. The movie is cheesy and stupid, and I hate it. Wait, you don't like the Stargate movie? No, not especially. I f- what the fuck? I stand on the opposite side of that fence. I like the movie and the TV series. I was kind of like, fucking Tilk. That's, that's, that's why I like it. I like Tilk, and I like Richard I Dean know. Anderson. Everybody, I figured I was on the other side of the fence. That's why I said that, because everybody's like, oh, Tilk's great. And I'm like, he looks like he belongs on a car dealership lot with his forehead emblem. and <laughs> You know where he belongs? Huh. In the new God of War? Um, yeah. He, was the, he was the first prime of Apophis. You should so respect. <laughs> <laughs> Great actor. Talented actor. <laughs> Christopher Judge. He's amazing. I but love that him. fucking emblem that they put on his forehead. I understand. I, I mean, no, no, I can't no. I can't argue with you. Indeed. 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 I don't know what the hell they were I thinking. had an old roommate. He would, he would walk in the door, and he would either say, Good news, everyone! <laughs> or he'd go, Indeedicus! That's not a Teal'c thing. I know, but... The word indeed is in indeedicus. So I was trying to correlate the two and, and bring a union that would last for centuries between the two. And tell a tale. You fucked it up, didn't you? You ruined everything. Motherfucker, that, we haven't <laughs> even had centuries of peace since the Civil War. We had about 20 minutes. <laughs> We've had at least 20 minutes. There was a good, there has had to have been at least a 20 minute period on Earth where no one killed someone else. Yeah, it was before the whiskey got uh, pouring. It had to be caveman days, though. <laughs> There is one thing game-related this week that has happened in my household. I finally talked my other half into watching The Witcher. Uh, the Netflix series? The Netflix okay. series. What and she think? actually digs it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. She's like, you watched this without me? When? I was just like, you go to bed early. <laughs> I. <laughs> you were probably like, well, remember that one time where you were on the couch on your tablet mm-hmm. on Facebook and I was watching The Witcher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you were on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it happens sometimes. I watched two episodes of it. That's okay. It's not bad. I know you did express, uh, I don't know the word, uh, reserve, because you were getting kind of sick and tired of fantasy. A little bit, definitely. Uh, and now my friends are, they have pushed me to the point, uh, they want me to watch Hell on Wheels, an AMC show. They've gone to the point where we got drunk one night and we is just- Is this a train? It is not. Well, it's about trains. Okay, never mind, go ahead. It's about the building of the railroad. Okay. Uh, they brought the entire DVC, DVD set to my house and just left. And we, we I watched four episodes of it, and it, it's it's pretty good. I'm, I'm under Roseanne right now. You can't stop You that. cannot go wrong with Roseanne. All of them except for, like, the last episode. The, yeah, no. Uh, There's a few other episodes I could live without, too. I, I can't stand. I'm talking in general. Just you, you could pick just about any season of Roseanne and enjoy it. Wait, well, I usually start from season three. What can't you stand? 
the fact that Dan actually died, spoilers. Yeah. That. But he didn't, because when they brought out the new show... Yeah, but then Roseanne herself had to go and fuck it up by making a Obama's a monkey joke, and that... that... It, it wasn't Obama, it was somebody else. Was it? Yeah. I, I think it was Obama's wife, actually. It the wasn't even... Obama, I can't remember. No, it was... It was a it was a backhanded remark. It was it was something... Kamala Harris, wasn't it? Maybe, Maybe I don't remember. Was... Anyway, long story short, is it NBC? Uh... ABC. ABC was like, "You're fired. <laughs> Get so the then... fuck off your own show." So then, instead of it being Roseanne, they called it the Connors. The Connors. Yep, yep. Which I would still be interested in watching, but damn, Roseanne. It, it, di- it... She dies. That's how they. She had a massive coronary and that's really? that's funny. Or no, she had drug addiction. She was addicted to the opiates because she had pain medication. That's how they killed her. I didn't uh, even know they killed her. Oh, that's terrible. So they're like, oh, okay. Well, we don't like you in real life, so we're also gonna make your character sh- a shit person too. Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah, I thought they just wrote her off the show. I didn't know they killed her. Yeah, Opioids ain't no joke. She did. No. Yep. They are no fucking joke. They took over the fucking. Then why they put it in a comedy series, Josh? Use your fucking head. <laughs> Roseanne was one of those shows that, like, I could watch their family and be like, yeah, that, that's that's normal. They're relatable. Yeah. It also helps that they live about fucking two hours north of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, The episode when one of the daughter's boyfriends tuned up Dan's carburetor on his motorcycle. And he gets that. pissed off. He I is, like it loud. He's yeah. furious. It yeah, was Mark. but Mark's yeah. the one. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I always fucking hated Mark as a kid. I was like, this guy. But I still at, hate Mark. But as I grew up, I was like, I kind of understand. I kind of understand Mark, but really, I still don't understand a little bastard. He, he just anxious or not anxious. Uh, Gothy emo emo. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't he's know. just a douchebag biker who stepped out of the fifties a decade too late. He's just a punk. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. you know he think punk. You know who who he reminds me of is is the fucking the. The cool kid from the Monster Squad, except that guy is cooler. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> except that kid who was only 14 was still cooler than this guy, Mark. Yeah. What was the kid from the Bad News Bears that rode the motorcycle? I don't remember. That kid. I never saw Bad News Bears. What? <gasps> the original or remake? They have a remake. Yeah, there was a uh, remake with fucking... Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. It was good. I liked it. Oh, wow. Wasn't that the, like 2006? The, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a while ago with the baseball team. I'm not into sports movies. I like dodgeball. <laughs> it's, but it's not a sports movie. I mean, there's what about basketball. That's a sports movie. <laughs> I don't like basketball. They don't even like basketball. They make fun of basketball. It's still a great movie. It's fucking hilarious. Roadkill caught on tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like calling Rocky a sports movie because it's not. I understand. Yeah, but it's still a build-up for a climactic. Challenge. It's an underdog yeah. tales. I wouldn't is. even call it that. What the first Rocky is is not a sports movie at all. It's not even a boxing movie. It's a it's, drama. Yeah, it's it's, it's about a, a guy who's struggling to find a way to fucking fit in and survive, and or just find a goal in life, a path. Uh huh. Maybe he'll fight Apollo, but then again, maybe he won't. I know so. you made a turtles reference there. <laughs> maybe I'll fight Apollo. Maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Adrian? <laughs> Holy shit! I still. I'm... <laughs> it's like the original uh, First Blood. That oh god, I love First Blood. Isn't My favorite that weird Stallone that movie. It was First Blood, First Blood Part Two. It's like 
He literally just says they drew first blood. Mm-hmm. Why do we get a part two of first blood? Especially when they didn't draw first blood. He right. w- he went into Vietnam. He went in there. Yeah, he went in. He went in. I just call it Rambo two. Yeah, it's what it is. First blood is first blood. First blood two is Rambo two. Right. I'm so confused. <laughs> you, you lost me. <laughs> So look, Rambo two. Okay, all right, all right, Rambo all right. one. I, I do love how the the first Rambo film, First Blood, he's a Vietnam veteran. He's a drifter, and these cops are assholes, and they push him to the breaking point, and he fucking snaps. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "How do we top that? Uh, we'll have him go into Vietnam in the sequel and try to rescue POWs, and it'll be an action movie success." And it was. It was. It was on HBO every other fucking movie. Yeah, because James Cameron wrote it. Did he? I think he did. What the fuck out. is the deal with him in sequels? He's so good at him, though. It's just like, I guess I'll make a first one. Then somebody says, well, they're making a sequel. He's like, sequel? <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, let's get this shit rolling. Was this first movie Piranha 2? Or was it the first Piranha? It was one of the Piranha movies, yeah. 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 Can't believe they made more than one. If it was Piranha 2, I would laugh my fucking ass off. <laughs> he started out with fucking Deuces Wild. He was like, uh, Terminator. Fuck, to get to T2, we still have to make the first Terminator. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll wait till the 80s. <laughs> oh, hey, it's still on TV, on AMC. Oh, my God, they're going to have a marathon of it. What? Rambo, part two. That's hilarious. I love it. Uh, one year for Christmas, the college radio station, 89.1, they just Screenplay put on- by James Cameron and Sylvester Stallone. Son they, of a bitch. They James put on... Um, uh, your love is like a roller coaster, baby. By Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they played that for twenty four hours. God damn it! I remember cruising around on snowy roads, just blasting that. Because <laughs> that was on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. I was gonna say that's what reminds yep. me of Beavis and Butthead yep. every time and, I hear it. Yep. So that's usually pops in my head. Anyway, all right, so, aliens. No, <laughs> I was like, don't, don't do this. <laughs> I'm just thinking of James Cameron and all the fucking sequels that he's. And notice that they're all the fucking same. We got to get this hotshot military team into this danger zone to fight the thing, and they have to do the thing. But watch out, this guy's really a bad guy. They're all the fucking same. There's only there's another person with the exact same mo. Paul Anderson. D- Paul W S Anderson. Yeah, he can take a fucking game a game story like monster hunter and he's like all right we're gonna have a super hot shot military team get transported behind enemy lines and have to find a way to survive and escape tony jaw was in that movie (laughs) that's the only redeeming thing it just doesn't stop with him every and they all now star mila jovovich (laughs) i know it's jovovich but i love well it might as well just say Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> you know what the thing? I'm just sitting here thinking of James Cameron. He's so excited about number twos. He couldn't stop with one avatar. He's like, we're going to get to make Avatar 2. <laughs> and he's like, why don't we do two twos then? We'll just do three and four. Yeah. I don't know how many he signed on for. We're getting into squares and exponents and all the math. There, I did see a little bit on it. Um, Kate Winslet is in it. She's one of the characters. What are the odds? Yeah, no shit. Um, so I hope there's a hot spaceship scene. <laughs> Windows gonna get fogged with blue people. <laughs> uh, they have naturally they're gonna call it carbon the fiber in their bones. My Hello? ass. Uh, they're calling the ship the Titanic. 
They should. The Titanic 2. They- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even remember what my, my train Winslet. of thoughts lost. Kate Winslet. Oh. <laughs> she can hold her breath for six or seven minutes now. Leonardo DiCaprio tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the, they did they did an interview with her because she had to do the water scenes for Titanic, uh, yeah. and I believe at the time she couldn't swim, so <laughs> she she learned it's a to swim. Fucking movie to sign on to. Well, I mean that's my point is, but when they did this new Avatar, uh-huh. most of the movies filmed underwater, so by that point she knew how to swim and she had trained herself so she can hold her breath like for a long. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that for a long time. <laughs> I walked right into that. That's glorious. I wish I'd have thought of that. I like God. Creep Show. I was waiting for you to Son do it. A, to be I, I like Creep Show. Why didn't I think of that? No, it's because I was thinking that's only like a minute or two away from the world fucking <laughs> record of holding your breath, much longer, and you should pass out. I was and she, say, and well, she does it while filming action scenes underwater. Coincidentally, it's also a minute or two away from death. So. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute suffocation. <gasps> Man. I was not prepared for any of this today. I know. No, no, we're on a roll today. I'm liking it. Jaws 3. Jaws Revenge. James Cameron. I, don't know. I got no uh, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm about to say James Cameron didn't I make got Jaws. No too. Place to go. The Jaws movies lost me after the first one. It just they make no sense. It's funny because I watched the first one for the first time, like all the way through, just sitting down and watching it. And I watched it and I'm like, "What is all the fuss about? I this is not that great of a movie." And Actually, no, no, hold on, hear me out. So I'm sitting there. I finished the movie. I'm like, "It was pretty good. It's not really anything that great." I don't know why it was the first blockbuster. And then for about two weeks, I couldn't stop thinking about it. It lingered, and I'm like, "I kind of want to watch it again, but I don't know why." I, it occurred to me that after watching that movie, it feels like I've been to the beach. Like, it feels like, man, my body's exhausted from all that swimming I did that I didn't do. I'm hot. I feel like I need to take a shower. That movie gets to you. I can smell Quinn. (laughs) (laughs) I can definitely smell the fucking fish. I can smell the ocean. I can smell an atomic war story for no reason. I don't get why that was there. What? One of the characters has a backstory. It is Quinn. Quinn. He has a backstory where he was uh, on the boat that fired the nuke to Hiroshima. No, it's they because delivered of the it. sharks. Oh, they they delivered it. They delivered. They secretly. It was a secret mission. You're a secret mission. The the USS Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah, it was. that's the one. Yeah, but he was on that, and they got wrecked and sharks, and that's why he was telling the stories because of the sharks eating mm-hmm. people. <clears throat> that's why he's. I just feel like that was an oddly specific boat to put that on. But. Well, as far as I know, that's a factual story, though. That really happened. Okay. I don't know that for certain. We could look it up, but I don't want to. Does that make Jaws like a nuclear-powered shark? No, you're completely misappointed of a story. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything is radioactive-powered for us. No, but everything radioactive-powered is better. <laughs> everything should be radioactively-powered. <laughs> no, nah, I guess we're... We'll be watching Forrest draw giant radioactive sharks, won't we? Right, right. Shit. Sharks are too easy. That or giant radioactive Lokis. Loki? Allig- In Loki, one of the Lokis uh, was an alligator. That is the best segue I've ever heard. It was amazing. It was hilarious <laughs> as fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not... I watched the first episode with you, and it was funny. Not that great. It got better. 
the last episode. I'm sure was, it did. Was fucking slapstick. It was great. President Loki actually shows up. Spoilers coming. Uh, he shows up, and then Alligator Loki bites his hand off. Anyway, that's a reference to Norse mythology. I hate you. You don't even know a fucking reference I'm talking about. I you uncultured swine! Hate everything about you. Does he turn Thor into a frog? That's a yes. No, but Frog Thor was in it. There we go. So was the Thanos copter. Thanos copter? <laughs> That's like a hatred copter. <laughs> That's my favorite Deathlock song. I'll get to wear a big black helmet. <laughs> I paid the that hatred copter. <laughs> Anything Deathlock does? I'm gonna fly the fifty. I'm gonna hunt you down. Speaking of the dark, what about all these Souls games that you've... Uh... I never played them. I heard they're good. I've seen them from afar. That's about it. Perfect. Nailed it. I know everything I know about them from watching Dunky play it. You know a bit. You don't quite know it all. Oh, I know. This is one of those games where you... you, By the way, hi, Zach. This is for you if you're still awake. He listens to our podcast while he falls asleep, so... I'm going to be like, hey, we recorded your Dark Souls episode. We talked all about Dark Souls. He's like three minutes of the 38-minute episode. He's going to... He's going to be like, what's all this shit about Rambo 2 and Roseanne? (laughs) Who the fuck is James Cameron? Uh, Anywho. Only the greatest American sequel director ever. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Um... Yeah, no, Dark Souls is one of those games where you come for the ass-whooping, but you stay for the lore. Because everything about the game series is masochistic. Like, you play the game, you die, over and over. That's a fact. But then you try and realize, like, try and learn anything about the world. It's even more frustrating than playing the fucking game. Don't you yawn at me. Sorry. But... All the information is given to you in bits and pieces and not in the actual game. It's through item descriptions and maybe the occasional, like, secret message on a fucking note in the middle of a sounds library. Like, sounds like Destiny when you had the cards that taught you everything. It is, except that you have to go hunting for it here. It's not just given to you and you have to go to a separate website. Uh, most of the facts of this world are actually not really known. See, okay, in Dark Souls 1, there was this big prevailing theory. The main final boss, Lord Gwyn, who started fire and yada yada, he had a son, a god of war, who sided with the dragons. The gods went to war with the dragons, because they were everlasting. Huh? Where's Kratos at? Dead, because he's a bitch. (laughs) So, was Zeus there? Gwyn, Gwyn, Gwyn throws lightning bolts and has a big beard and a robe. He's the final boss, if you didn't get that. Was he a Batman villain, too? All right, I'm done. I'm done. I don't get it. Uh, There was a Batman villain Maxi named Zeus. Zeus? Yeah, Maxi Zeus. I don't get it. Fuck off. What's your corroboration here? <laughs> What's your correlation? Your causality? <laughs> I don't have any, okay? Show your work. Show, your <laughs> show, my, show my answers. 50 characters max. They tell me do things. Uh, <laughs> done running. Anywho. So, yeah, there was this big war, and the, the god of war sided with the dragons. So, he's banished. 
and you never see him, but you see that all his statues in the ruined world you're in are destroyed. Uh, and his statue has been removed from the Hall of the Gods. So, everybody's like, well, who is this god of war? Well, you just so happen to have this pal who hunt, who runs around with you named Solaire. And he has a sigil of the sun, and he worships the sun, and he was the first Dark Souls meme. And everybody's like, well, that has to be him. He fights with you in all the hardest boss fights. He worships the sun. He's always talking about uh, uh, how he wishes his life had turned out differently. And then Dark Souls 3 came around and shows you Gwyn's son, who is like three feet taller than Gwyn, rides a fucking storm dragon, and just obliterates your ass. So they were wrong. They weren't just wrong. They were smote. Smote? that the word? Smote down. Smitten. Gotcha. Smotten. Smited. Smog. Smog. Smitten. The desolation of smog. Smog is a boss. Smo. I don't know. I they spell fire. things weirdly. Killed him in one hit. I am death. <laughs> Yes. There's a lot of those. See, the Dark Souls games for me, like every time I try to play one, I get into it for like two seconds. Like the first one I played enough to the introductory and I fought the first boss and I beat him and I stopped there and I thought, well, I'll come back and play this sometime and I never did. Like it never ever crossed my mind like I'm missing out on a great game. And I can understand that. And I'm gonna be honest, Dark Souls one, I don't like very much. You it it takes a long time to really get good. Is that Dark Souls mm. or Demon Souls? Dark Souls. Demon Souls came out on the PS3 and I never played it. Okay. And I I haven't played the remake. I'm debating it. Is it the same thing? Was it a precursor? Or is it just an idea so, that was okay. developed upon? Demon Souls came out first. And that was in like development hell. But it came out first. And Sony was like, yeah, that's cool. Make us another one of those. And uh, the, the guys behind it are like, well, we'd like to make it for all the consoles. And Sony's like, well, you can, but you just can't call it Dar- uh, Demon Souls. So they're like, okay. So they made Dark Souls. Ah, okay, okay. So it's a spiritual successor. Gotcha. That kind of exploded because it was, you know, more widely accepted. Um. The first Dark Souls is a good game, but I never, ever feel the urge to go back and play it. I like playing Dark Souls 2 and 3. I tried Bloodborne. It's too fucking hard for me. Really? Bloodborne is incredibly hard. Here's the thing. In Dark Souls, you can tank behind a shield. I like being big, beefy tanks. They're not very fast, but they can take hits and they can dish them out. In... Bloodborne, you don't get that option. You yeah, never get to become a tank. You're a walking skeleton guy. It's no, all about that's that's all of them. Speed and like, well, it's all about timing in it. It's it's precision. Uh, in Dark Souls One, there's a there's a thing called parrying, where you take your shield, you smack away a sword. If you did it right, their sword's knocked away, and you get a free hit. You have to master that in order to really beat some of the bosses in right. the first Dark Souls, including the final boss, Gwyn. I can't beat him very easily because I can't parry with the shield. Gotcha. But goddamn it, I can tank behind that shield. Uh, which is, you know, everybody calls you a noob and fuck you. This game is stupid hard. I'm not going to beat it with a Guitar Hero controller. Right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Let me beat the game the way I want to beat it. I have shit and uh, I have other goals in life to accomplish. Thank you very much. Exactly. So, in in uh, Bloodborne, you have to use your gun to parry. So, when they come at you, you have to shoot them at the right time, and then you get to whack at them. 
I can't get that timing down. And the monsters do a lot more damage than in Dark Souls, and they're a lot faster. I've seen the gameplay. It looks... I mean, to me, that's not up my alley. <clears throat> it's punishment. I might as well cut on myself. But I hate it because it has the best aesthetics of all of the games. I want to play it so bad, but I can't do the... I can't play it. I, I got it, and it's one that I started to play maybe the first 30 minutes or so of. And it was just like Dark Souls. It, I, I died a few times in it just when I first started, but it was just kind of like, it felt like the deaths was, I don't know. Cheap? Cheap. Cheap. Yeah. It did. Bloodborne and, is not a fair game. And I, and I don't want to diminish Blood, Bloodborne because that is like some people I know's favorite game. Mm-hmm. Like they will, like if, if you give them the opportunity for a new game or Bloodborne being remastered tomorrow, yep. they'll take a Bloodborne remastered. That's how much they love that game. You know uh, Maximilian dude, the mm-hmm. guy who does exclusively fighting games? Who, who is lording for Killer Instinct to get remade and all that. Bloodborne's his favorite game of all time. Really? Yes. I know we watched his playthrough of the new Resident Evil. Did we? Or oh, parts yeah, of Resident Evil yeah. 8. Yeah, I just wanted to hear him uh, scream at the baby. <laughs> but, anywho, yeah. Um, There's a lot of clones and spinoffs now, though. I mean, Yeah, it's becoming a soul-owned genre. Yeah, it's a soul, what they call a soul-born. Soul's-born, mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny because, you know, Metroidvania, the term Metroidvania mm-hmm. is because of two different manufacturers making the same style of game. And this is the same man, Vando Namkai made Souls and Bloodborne. Same company, even FromSoft. Yeah, FromSoft. It's just weird that that's what, I guess, well, I guess that Bandai Namco didn't produce or didn't produce the Bloodborne, did they? Sony did, I think. Uh, yeah, because it's PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. So I, that that means Sony paid for it, right? Right. Yeah, I think uh, FromSoft is a subsidiary of Bandai Namco, though, aren't they? Correct. I believe so. Was there, was Bandai Namco weren't they separate at one to- one point? Or yeah, have they Namco always... made uh, Pac Man, and Bandai made. I think they just made toys. They made cartoons and toys and. And all that stuff, yeah. All that jazz. But then they... I don't know if they merged or if it was a buyout or what it was, but... I remember Namco was hurting for a cash at some point, but that probably would have been before my time. I don't really know. I just know that... Which is kind of weird, too, because I would have thought they would have made a Soul-style game with the... uh, Oh, what's the Souls fighting game that they have? Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur. I would love for them to do something like that. Because you already have pretty much a premise for that built into it. Mm-hmm. You've got Siegfried and you've got well, Nightmare. Nightmare. Just the idea of Siegfried turning into Nightmare, turning back into Siegfried, is enough to... You could make a game like that with those characters. I fucking love Nightmare. Yeah. Such a cool uh, uh, enemy. But, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. He looks like he's from Dark Souls, too. Right. He's got the eye and his sword and all that shit. That's, that was my point. Like, you can see the correlation between... Like, there is some design or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, same wheelhouse coming from Bandai Namco on both of those same games. Why they never put a game like that together, is, it befuddles me a little bit. 
Something really befuddles the rock. <laughs> um, I actually never thought of that, and I like that. They should do that. Get on that, fuckers. Agreed. Didn't they just come out with Soul Calibur Six a couple years back? Get working on the tube technology immediately. <laughs> Soul Calibur Three came out on PS2 and Xbox. No, Soul Calibur Three yeah. came out on Xbox One and PS4. Oh, they just now re-released it? No, it's it came out during the Xbox One generation. So no, it did oh, not. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of Dark Souls. Oh, Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. You scared the we're, hell out of we're me. We're soling it up here. <laughs> but they did re-release Dark Souls or Soul Calibur two. They had an HD uh, remaster of it. Yeah, I have that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Too many souls. I think... I've only got one, so I don't know what the big deal is. I'm a ginger. I have none. <laughs> I think the one we got is it has Spawn, correct? The Xbox version got Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think the HD remake, it had both Hiachi and... And Spawn. Or maybe it just had Hiachi in it. I don't remember. It had Spawn because I was playing as him. Were you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spawn. Who doesn't play as Spawn? I wish we could have got Link in, in our version, but... You know, I always loved that because he'd jump on their back and smack them in the ass with his sword. <laughs> I, got I knew really, he was raunchy like that. <laughs> I got really into Soul Calibur when Part 5 came out, and it turns out Part 5 was like the worst one. So I went back and played Part 4, but it's not as advanced as Part 5. It does have Yoda, Darth Vader, and the Apprentice from The Force Awakens. Right. That's Force how you Unleashed? Do Force Unleashed. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Force Unleashed. See, I can do it too. That's how, you, uh, that's how you do crossovers. Yeah, because PlayStation got Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and Xbox got Yoda, but eventually they re- released it to where... You could buy the other character. Right. Damn them double-dipping. <laughs> Gotta make money somehow, I guess. Yep. So the One Souls game, or the One Souls Born game, that I have actually enjoyed is Star Wars related. Yeah, um... Um, there's too many fucking Star Wars games. Jedi Fallen Order. That's mm-hmm. the one. I wanted to say Jedi Knight, but I we can't say we, we really should have Alex to talk on that one because he hundred percented it. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You're a nerd, Alex. Love you to death. <laughs> I played it. Um, I got really far into it, but then I just got distracted by other shit and moved on. I watched you play it. It looked pretty fun. I like the ex- exploration more than the combat, but it still looked fun. I don't know if it's just because the difficulty I'm playing on, but I've not had that sense of. Souls like um, the parrying thing is exactly the same as it is in Dark Souls. Apparently, it's drastically different between the difficulties you pick. Okay. Like it's twenty five percent easier or harder depending. Okay, on the I mean, I think I'm playing on normal mm-hmm. or mid range, and it's pretty hard to parry. But reflecting blaster bolts is pretty easy. You can get to a point where you can just basically run around the arena, like you get an ability, and he just. They just ricochet off as you're running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's how uh, Jedi Academy and Jedi Knight did it. So that's cool. The one thing, though, I wish I I get it's cool that we get these new characters and stuff like that. The one thing I I do kind of wish though is I kind of would like to see them go back through one through three again, or four through six again. You mean and, the movies? Yeah, okay. and tell some stories intertwined in it. Like, it's okay if I'm not a Jedi, mm-hmm. but it would be kind of cool to touch upon 
some of the events from it once more. I know they did it to death a long time ago, especially the fucking Hoth battle. Really? Yeah, any any Star Wars game that existed, there was a Hoth battle. Yeah. Oh, it you, didn't matter. You're talking the Shadows games. of the Empire, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Rogue Leader no, I, even, I think, had it in there. Yeah, it was just like, well, uh, we're making a Star Wars game. Better put some snow in it. Yeah, and it's funny because I always found the Hoth battle, like the, the speeder, uh, not speeder, snow speeders. I always found that part to be the weakest part of any of that. Like, when I played Shadows of the Empire, I didn't really care about that being the tutorial. I wanted to run around in the base and shoot shit. The thing about Let Hoth, Wampas. The thing about Hoth is that it wasn't a battle. It was a retreat. Like, right. they were... It was a defeat. No, there was never any real battle. Like, there was no winner. It was, as soon as I seen the Empire was there, uh, they're like, pack shit up. Let's get the fuck out. <laughs> you guys go out and fucking play Operation. Get behind the... <laughs> the ba- get behind the... Uh, what, what, what's a better term for this? Get behind the people that die. Because that's oh, all... you're you're talking South Park. I got yeah. you. <laughs> so uh... don't forget to don't forget to protect all planes and tanks too. <laughs> Just cover you ever them. heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? I don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, that's what it was. It was it was basically fucking subterfuge. Hey, look over here while these people walk the fuck right, away. Right. Yeah. While while the rest of the guys escape. Is this Golf Digest? <laughs> uh, George Carlin joke. If anybody got it, fucking. One thing that's cool about Hoth is in Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original, there's a campaign mode, and in it you play from when the clones start in Episode 2 all the way to the Battle of Hoth. The Battle of Hoth is the final level because it's just you trashing the fucking rebel base. So that's cool. <sighs> Sorry, I keep yawning. No, you're not. Um, Back to Dark Souls or Souls Born. I did see that there was a story where <laughs> the streamer was going to play through all three without taking a single hit. And he beat part one, he beat part two, and he got near the end of part three and took a fucking hit. So he had to start over. So he started yeah. off, he beat one, no hits. Beat two, no hits. Got to the end of three, took a fucking hit. Mm-hmm. So he started with three and just beat him in reverse order. Because <laughs> he was like, this is ridiculous. I, I cannot imagine the number of hours that goes into perfect 100% in that game like that. I can't even imagine him going through some of those bosses without taking a hit. No Give, hits. You know who yeah. Ornstein and Smo are? No. They're the most... Oh, the two gold, like, one's tall yeah. and skinny, another they're one's the short They're the most legendary bosses in yeah. all of Dark Souls. And I wouldn't even call them the hardest anymore, but they're definitely some of the shittiest. Right. Okay, that's one huge problem I have with fucking Dark Souls is... And they're a golden example of it. Okay, let's say uh, in... What's another comparable game? Fuck, I don't even know. Pick any game, and if you die to a boss, how long does it take you to get back there? I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, it depends on the game. Mega Man. I, but normally not very long. It's not something that you think about. Right. Dark Souls, it takes you about a minute and 40 seconds to get back to Ornstein and Smo once you die. You can't just go back and fight them. They are the biggest pieces of shit fucking ever and in one of the dlcs okay okay you got me started now in one of the dlcs there's a boss called artorius again he will fuck you up and you have to run all the way back there down an elevator and if you don't remember to put the elevator back up as you're going towards the boss you have to wait even longer (laughs) and he'll fuck you up and then you have to go back and do it again do the elevator make sure you don't fuck up then fuck up. It is 
horrible and it's tedious. And when you fight a boss 40, 50 times. Right. Because you cannot beat them. What the fuck? That is just that is bad game design. There has to be there has to be a market big enough mm-hmm. that people just love punishment because those games sell. They have to. They sell they, like crazy. They wouldn't have made three of them, and they wouldn't have made Bloodborne and Elden Ring. And I, I don't even know how Elden Ring's gonna go. And Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. Oh yeah, Shadow Die twice. twice. Yeah. Same thing, but even that doesn't seem near as hard. Because mm-hmm. people go through it fairly easily. I don't know. I watched Donkey fight this fucking monkey or this right. ape thing. Yeah. He, with he, all the swords stuck in it. Yeah. yeah and c- he cut its fucking head off, and then afterwards it got back up after its head was cut off and uh-huh. was coming after him. And I was like, there, holy shit. There, there's clips on YouTube, just every streamer's reaction. Because they beat that boss. They're like, yeah, I did it. God, that was tough, but I did it. And then the thing get back up, gets back up, and half the streamers shit themselves. They're like, ah, <laughs> shit! He's not dead! He's not dead! He's not dead! <clears throat> After you just went through all that fucking trouble yep. fighting that boss. Yes. They're fucking infamous so, for that shit. They're, I mean, okay. Because a lot of people, they choose things in the world to identify with. Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, I'm a sports nut. I'm a gamer. You know, I live an active lifestyle. I skateboard and I mountain climb. Everyone, everyone wants to assume they want to choose the identities in their of the things that they do as their identity. They want to co-opt them. And it's like Tyler Durden says, "You are not the things you own." Right. But people choose to do that because it's an easy way <clears throat> to well, identify yourself. And and some people are masochists, but rather than taking up the ass <laughs> of the glass dildo, they'd rather play Dark Souls. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing to a certain extent, right? <laughs> it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it, but that's not what it is. Because there's a select number of gamers out in the world that it's just it doesn't matter how difficult the game is, they'll always beat it with ease. And oh, I hate those people. I hate it when they just, brag about it. They're just so good. But the thing about Dark Souls is what I think really makes it more special than most other video game series is that when you beat it, you feel like you're part of an exclusive club, and that's what that's what I was getting. You at. feel like your name should be written on right. a stone wall. You you overcame the difficulty of the game, and no matter how bullshit it was, mm-hmm. you still beat it. Even when you hit the boss first, yet the boss takes no damage and lays you on your ass and mm-hmm. takes half your health in one hit. You persevered and you defeated this game. You have conquered. Dark Souls, and you are now part of a small list of people. But Dark Souls knows that, and it doesn't care. So right, then, right. So, so then it's like, now you can play through, but on hard mode. And then you beat it on Dark Souls, on hard mode, and you're like, man, I'm the fucking, I'm king shit. Oh, you didn't realize there's seven hard modes. You have to beat this seven times to really get the full experience. So you, you like punishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep playing. It gets so bad that in some playthroughs you will not level up once because you can't grind enough souls to level up. Gotcha. Max level is like 838. Gotcha. But, you know, you think about Dark Souls and, and the difficulty level and... It was the same fucking... We had those games on the NES, to be honest. Yes, that's what I was going to... I was going to point right, that out. Right, It's a good point. There's a lot of NES difficulty going on here. Yeah. Even fucking Mega Man. 
Like, mm-hmm. Mega Man, like, I get it. People think, oh, it's just a game where you shoot the thing and you go and get the special power. Like, there are parts of that game, like, especially even just making it through the levels and stuff like that. If you don't have the right finesse or timing and all that stuff and you die, you go all the way back to the beginning of that level or go back to the right, level. Right, you start over. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. Um, is I there think- a live system in Mega Man? There is. Okay. One of the worst ones I saw was Angry Video Game Nerd, and it was a a Silver Surfer game. Oh yeah, and he had to fly. You had to fly through a, a crevice, like a, a kind of like the Death Star trench, right? Like a cavern, and if you even touch the walls, you die. And sometimes he wouldn't even be near it, and it would fucking kill you. Be like twelve pixels away, and it's right, fucking kill but it you. still counted as a kill. Even like Fester's Quest. Mm-hmm. Fester's Quest. That's another AVGN episode. Even in the commercials for Fester's Quest, it's like, well, watch out. Once you die, you start back from the beginning. Like, that was another one of those games mm-hmm. that they pushed, like, this is supposed to be a tough-ass game. Right. The, the well, o- go ahead. The only real difference I would I would equate is that NES games were made to be cheap, not hard. They're made to sell. Like, back then, you had blockbusters. You could go rent a game. So to keep people from buying the game, or, or to make people buy the game, you make it stupid hard. Like, you make the first couple levels easy, and then you throw a whole fucking loop in and just ruin their whole day with stupid mechanics. Some games, I will agree with you, did that. But there were quite a few handful of games that were built on the premise of, we just want to do what we can do with what we have. I agree with that. Like, you have even Mario and Zelda were never cheap. Right. Well, the first Zelda is kind of cheap, but after that. The first Zelda, though, I mean, you're talking about them trying to cut new ground with it. To exactly. Be there, there was no. There were a couple comparable games. There, there was but very little really. precedence when it yeah. came to that, and gaming wasn't near as mainstream. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of it was mostly kids. So what did it matter? Because most of your audience was going to be eight to twelve year olds. Uh-huh. You know. So and. Most of them didn't. The things I care about in games now, I could give two shits about when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. now I'm like, yeah, there might be a game like Dark Souls. I don't care if I can't beat it. I'm like, this game is beautiful. I love playing this uh-huh. game, you know. And then, I don't, I mean, you see my point. Sometimes, As, as a kid, you didn't give a shit about graphics, frame no, rate. No, it didn't no. matter that much. It mattered a little bit, but mm-hmm. for the most, it didn't matter because nothing looked as good as anything today. I mean, yeah. you 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 had eight bit or sixteen bit, and that was it. That was your fucking choices. For me, nowadays, the only thing that I really care about are mechanics. Right? Are the mechanics satisfying? Right? Are they going to make me come back to play it? Does the game have a good foundation? Does it hold up? Is it good? Is the program good? Mm-hmm. You know, did I don't. They, did they cut corners when they did this shit? Yeah. Does it make sense what they did with it? Yeah. Does it fit with the overall theme they're going for? Even even an NES game, giving the limitations, we had two buttons and, you know, the start and select, which I guess technically would be four buttons, mm-hmm. and your cross pad, like, even with the limitations of just that, look at, look at even the gameplay of Castlevania. Like, you know, they even innovated in, like, we'll hold the up button while you use your attack to mm-hmm. do your special attack and stuff like that. Like, games back then had to be innovative in a lot of different ways, and you had to use what little you had in every form factor that you could think of. That's why, even though I give Metroid Other M shit, I give it credit because it did, it only used those buttons from the NES. 
It didn't use the nunchuck. You had to turn the Wiimote sideways, and you could only use the buttons that you would have on an NES. Right. That's it. And although it made some stupid fucking decisions about that, it did do it pretty well. About here's, as well as you could think. Here's something fun that I just learned not too long ago. The NES controller and the Game Boy controller used the same buttons. I did not know that. The NES's button, like the cutouts for it, mm -hmm. and the Game Boy's buttons for it are cut the same way. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the same button layout, and I'm like, yeah, no kidding. But I mean, the, the, <laughs> I gotcha. the key cutouts for the inside. So you could, in theory, use the Game... Because the Game Boy had a better cross pad on it than the NES did. Remember, the NES just had a flat one. Yeah. The Game Boy had that... Con Curvature oh, to it. That concave. Cave, yeah. Concave With the feature. lines on it. I think that's neat as hell that you could do that. You could take mm -hmm. that and use that for your for your NES controller. Because I was watching people rebuild NES controllers not too long ago on YouTube and was like, they're taking Game Boy parts. What the hell? And I was just <laughs> blown away by that factor. Modern modding. Yep. That's cool that it works, though. Yeah. I, I had to take apart uh, Trayton's Xbox One controller because one of the joysticks broke. Nice. So I was going to do a bunch of swapping of parts, but I don't have a soldering gun, and the one I do isn't good enough, and I was just going to solder out the switch or the, the joystick mm -hmm. module thing and just put in a new one because I've got three broken controllers all torn apart, and they were different models. They didn't have a lot of the same internal parts, but the buttons were the same, the way they're shaped. But I couldn't get the circuit boards out. It, they're, it's kind of a bitch to work on those controllers. So long story short, I couldn't even use that. What I had to do was fix up that one that Wax got stuck on. I had an old, <laughs> inter old entertainment center, and I was using uh, like a dark cherry scented candle. Mm -hmm. And it got too hot and broke, and I wasn't paying attention. So Wax poured from my bookshelf up there all the way down onto my subwoofer on top of that controller. So that's what I ended up doing was tearing that controller open and removing like tons of wax out of the <laughs> inside of that controller. It took me a couple hours, but his, his newer blue controller was busted. And so now I have all these components and now I feel stupid too. Cause we had a white one that came with his slim and it had, it had a joystick drift and I watched a video of a guy tear his apart and fix his drift. And I was like, if only I'd have known that, I wouldn't have torn apart a fucking controller. I just like now how he has a fucking Frankenstein mess <laughs> yeah, of a controller. Yeah, any parts that we could swap back and forth, we just we made a hodgepodge of... Reminds me of C-3PO with his silver leg and uh, red arm. Right. It's me, C-3PO, sir. You probably don't recognize me because of the red arm. <laughs> yes, I know who you are. It's the annoying fucking voice, you stupid-ass robot. God damn you, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> He's amazing. Such a great character. God, I love him. But, I mean, but that leads to customization. You can, you know, your controller can represent you. It can be mine. Mm -hmm. I don't need just a black controller or a white controller. And I would like to do that, but controllers break. And in my presence, they seem to break easier than right. others. Right. I get you. Not even out of anger. How many times have I broken a D-pad of yours just playing Killer Instinct? You wear the fuck out of it. It's terrible. It, but see, that's that's another concern. I'm now paying, like, okay, for my Elite Two controller, I'm mm -hmm. paying a hundred and twenty fucking dollars, or no, hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy, 
for this controller and it can't the joystick or the d-pad can't even last up to a hundred hours of fighting game before the d-pad is like uh-huh. did you did you want a duck i don't know if you wanted a duck i didn't really register that you, you jumped right you right was that up or down i'm not really sure but you wanted i wanted a kermit the frog right <laughs> <laughs> i didn't uh, wear that one out though i barely no no out. but i mean okay, it, okay I, i'm just the elite version one is what you did yeah but even then, you didn't have that many hours on it. No. Well, I, I was between all three Killer Instincts and Mortal Kombat uh, X. So, But still, it wasn't 500 hours. It might have been. It's ridiculous that controller... Like, I could still pick up a couple NES and, and Super Nintendo Original ones from a resale shop, and it'll work like a fucking boss. And they still work. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's got to do with just the analog capability. Like... The full range motion and di- and and access th- to dirt that like our buttons have now, like the buttons on the top, the triggers and the bumpers and just the range of motion for the joysticks, is just enough to give the controllers openness to dirt that it makes them more difficult. Well, I was also going to say the sensitivity of those sensors in there is far beyond what Nintendo could even dream of when they built the first NES. And so, even the 64 holds up fairly well, but even those control sticks are, are right, kind of a bitch. Right, it, I mean, it's just the limitations of technology versus wear and tear versus how much cost-effectiveness. That, cost-effectiveness is I a mean, problem. That's true. They could build a controller that would probably never wear out would for never 10 years, but you'd probably have to spend $5,000 on mm-hmm. it. Or 1000 you know, I mean, and that's going to limit the number that you can sell. So then you would have to gold plate them, and you know what I mean? Because then <laughs> but that would drive the price up even more. But that's my point. Because then you would, if you price it out of the everyday man market, your only place is to shoot the market higher and aim for fucking well. I'll tell you with what, more money. If you marketed an unbreakable controller, tested it, marketed it, sold it, even for a pretty high price, I'm willing to bet that would sell more. Because that's a controller that will never fail. Or only under the most extreme circumstances will fail. Right. I was playing in a volcano and... <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'd like to sue the company who built this controller. It erupted and everything. And even though ash and lava got into it, look at this. Still sensitive as the day I bought it. I yeah. could still spin Mario around and throw Koopa right into the bombs. <laughs> I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, I would never pay outrageous prices for something so stupid. A controller would be one of the very few exceptions. I would pay 500 bucks for an unbreakable fucking controller. Especially the number you've been through. Well, I mean, and then like I said, I've got three broken ones torn apart in a drawer. Matter of fact, I took them out of the drawer and I just put them in Walmart bags and tied them off and threw them in one of my junk drawers. Because I'm like, eventually at some point, I'll need one of these parts. That's where I'm at in life now. I'm tired of throwing shit away and buying new. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fix this motherfucker or I'm just not going to have it. You remember you gave me your GameCube or you didn't give it to me. You kept it at my place and I, you know, abused it. You co-opted it. (laughs) Possession's nine-tenths of the law. This is true. But, uh, so it was at my place and we were talking about everything or nothing, the James Bond game, and how shitty the Jaws level is. Well, I had very bad anger management issues back then, and I smashed the fuck out of that controller. At the time, I wanted to play Resident Evil Remake, and I wanted to play Resident Evil 4. 
I had Remake, and I was playing it, but the TV was still too dark, so I couldn't even really play it. And then you found Resident Evil 4 after I broke the controller. My first three playthroughs of RE4 I played on a broken controller with the (laughs) D-pad on a GameCube. Can you imagine that frustration? Holy shit. Good thing none of the QuickTime events require the fucking joystick. That was back in the day when... If you wanted a wireless controller, you had to pay extra for a wireless fucking yep. controller. And now everything's Bluetooth. Now, Yeah, now it's all standard. If it comes with a wire, you get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I have to play with this while it's plugged the fuck in? What is this peasant thing? Are you serious? <laughs> I like. I really like... I never thought I'd get uh, old... I ne- never thought I'd get sick of uh, cords, because I liked cords. But I like the idea that you can just charge your fucking controller... Between the console and the controller with a USB cord. Right. So you can play with the cord if you want. I like that. You can just play with a cord long enough to charge it and then unplug exactly. it. And then be and be free. Yes. Free fall. Usually what I have to I had to do before I got a controller port. Yep. And then for the three sixty I bought all those wireless battery packs. Or the battery pack and the such a pain in the ass. The pedestal. So you could set your controller on there and know it was charged when you're done. But my Elite 2, it's got 40 hours of gameplay. I'll play for two or three days. before. Matter of fact, I'll play all week before it needs charged. And it needs charged when I get online to play with my friends. It's dead. Sounds about right. But during the rest of the week, I don't need to even worry about it. So, I don't know how many that, fucking hours of gameplay mine have. That, yeah, I think, it, I think it says up to 40 hours. And the cool thing is, is with the cable that comes with it, and you plug it into the Xbox, it'll charge in... 40 minutes, full charge, fast charge technology. Yep, I like that too. Like my, my, phone, my PlayStation does that. My, my phone will charge fucking 30, 45 minutes. If you leave it alone, it'll be fully charged. Yeah, but your phone's a fucking dinosaur. I wouldn't say that. I'd say it's a dodo. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's at least Cro-Magnon. <laughs> well, we talked a little bit about Dark Souls. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. Going back to Dark Souls, there's one thing I would like to do, and that's bitch about just a couple of the bosses. For one, I told you about Ornstein and Smo. Because they're the most legendary bosses in all of Dark Souls, they have uh, a very special place in the community. They get the most nicknames. Okay. So, here are just a few I found on Reddit. Oreo, Oreos and S'mores, Biggie Smalls, Drake and Josh, Snorlax and Pikachu, Little Boy and Fat Man... Penn and Teller, Fat Boy and Slim, uh, Pinky and the Brain, the IRS. I don't even get that one. Because they fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Londo Brothers and uh, Elvis and Fat Elvis. I like R- IRS. That's my favorite out of all of them. <laughs> I like Snorlax and Pikachu because one of them has lightning powers and the other one's just fat. Um... There are some shitty fucking... Okay, do any bosses stick out to you in any game you've ever played that just pissed you off? Idol. <laughs> They've got some idols in Dark Souls. <laughs> they have multiple <clears throat> idols. They do have multiple idols. Mark? I can't think of any. Like, even the worst boss in any Mega Man game or any of that, like, I don't have any boss that sticks out of my head as just being the fucking worst. Really? None. Even before Dark Souls, I had a fucking laundry kill list. I had a hit list of people I wanted dead. That's no. all? Well. 
Well, one is the Fury from Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't know why he always pops up, because he just burns you, and he's random, and he fucking hates right. you. You got Idol, you got your Shao Kahn's, and your, your Goro's, and your Kintaro's. Like like they're on every street corner. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me how to get how to get to Death of Me Street? Uh, fucking Jaws, like I said, from that. There's a lot of Resident Evil bosses who pissed me off. Uh... Jaws was even hard on that bonus level of Goldeneye. His health was like triple of it anybody else. It was insane. Um, like, uh, what's it called? U3 from Resident Evil 4? You probably don't remember it, but it's this fucking weird centipede thing with a weird arm and a mohawk, and it chases you throughout this cage. And you have, you're, you have like a 20-second timer uh, to get out of each cage before it falls. Do you remember this thing at all? Vaguely. That wasn't Resident Evil 4, though. Yeah, it was. Leon and Ashley. Yeah. Ashley wasn't there for that, but Leon was. I don't remember this boss. That's uh, that's a good thing. He He's a prick. Okay. Okay. I'll show him to you afterwards. You'll remember him immediately. Okay. He has, like, okay. a split jaw. He has a very human face and torso, but one tentacle arm, one regular arm, a mohawk... A split jaw like the the vampires from Blade Two. Is he and... one of the little guys? Oh henchmen? hell no! Oh no, he's a. Uh... You fight him just after you fight Krauser. I remember the Krauser fight because I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> after I'm... fighting Krauser, I wanted to fucking die. I didn't want to exist on this plane of existence anymore. <laughs> I meant the knife fight, but yeah, that one too. Um. Another boss I couldn't fucking stand is Wesker from Resident Evil 5. I've, I've seen that. I've not played it, but I've seen that gameplay. Oh, my God, because he can kill you in about two two shots. Well, I mean, I was going to say, anytime the boss can catch RPGs, Yeah, that's already kind of like, all right, well, fuck this guy. He is insanely hard on the higher difficulties. Just fucking unreasonable. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, I had a hit list of these fucking bosses I just hated. Dark Souls tripled that. And you know what? I'll show you. Or I'll tell you a couple of them. Obviously, Give them to me. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Big boy. You're like five foot three fucking Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bub. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing scares me is a fridge with no beer. <laughs> we listened to that the other day. And commitment. <laughs> That's true, too. Okay, so this one's not super hard, but crossbreed Priscilla. So... She is a nine-foot-tall woman with a scythe who you don't normally have to fight, but if you attack her, she turns invisible, and the only way you can see anything she's doing is her feet on the ground because it's covered in snow. Okay. Very fucking hard. And you, she's at the very end of a level. You have to run all the way through the level again just to get to her. Tedious as hell. Not really worth killing. She's uh, in a lot of uh, fan art, as you can imagine. Ornstein and Smo, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn's another optional boss and a total pain in the ass. So, okay, Gwen wanted another daughter, so we raised one of his sons as a daughter. That's as much as you need to know about that. Okay. Uh, if you shoot through an illusion after killing Ornstein and Smo, the whole city of Anor Londo, which is bathed in sunlight, will immediately turn to night, and you will be killed for your sins. And what that means is you have to fight Gwendolyn who is at the end of an infinite hallway 
So you have to time your attacks. You run in, get a little closer, run in, get a little closer, and pray to God that fucking Gwendolyn doesn't just annihilate you because he is very capable of doing so. Okay. Uh, let's see, what else we got here? Great Wolf Sif. Sif is one of the, the best bosses in the entire series. I think I've seen that fight because it's the, the big wolf and he grabs a sword in his mouth. Yeah. Well, if you do the DLC before fighting him, uh, you find out where he came from. Because <clears throat> the DLC takes you back in time. So, that boss, Artorius, I mentioned, who takes a minute and down an elevator to get back to. Sif is his wolf, his pet wolf. Okay. And you have you can save Sif. And if you save Sif in the past and come back, now Sif doesn't want to fight you, so everything he does is more reserved. Okay. He's more patient towards okay. you. Okay, okay. He, 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 it's like he's trying to say, just die and don't come back. But you have to, because he's not an optional boss. And when you kill him, you get a little extra... Uh, uh, not desperate, like despair. Uh, he makes a like a howl of despair. Right. Best okay. way I can put that. Let's see what else we got here. Grave Lord Nito. He's a fucking pain in the ass. He's a Grim Reaper, and he summons skeletons constantly. As as Grim Reapers do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seek the scaleless. So he's a dragon that betrayed the other dragons because he has no scales, and scales are what make you immortal. So Seath has been trying to find a way to become immortal. And he found it by using some kind of crystal magic. To fight Seath, he's at the end of this big fucking room. You run towards him. He doesn't have legs. He has three tentacles for legs. Weird. And you run around him, and you have to break the crystal unless... or uh, If you don't, he's invincible the entire fight. And he can fuck you up in a millisecond if he wants to. Because crystal magic is some of the strongest in the game. Okay. And these are just from the first game. Uh, Gwyn, I told you, he's a pain in the ass. The four uh, four kings. So, unless you fight Sif, you will fall through the ground when you try to fight them. Because uh, you fight them in a void. Should we? Okay. So you fight them in a void. And you wait for 30 seconds, one of them spawns. And they all share one health bar. You have to go fight him. And if you don't kill him in that 30 seconds, another one spawns. And they can gang up on you real fucking quick. Okay. So they're a pain in the ass. Uh, let me see what else we got here. The Bed of Chaos. This is the only boss in the first game that's harder than uh, Ornstein and Smo. So it's like a giant tree thing with fire coming out of it. The boss itself isn't the problem. This is where NES difficulty comes in because you have to run along a path to its three weak points while the floor is caving in. And when the floor falls through, you obviously die. Right. You have to run all the way back. And the floor, if I recall, oh. does not stay destroyed. It's just a fucking nightmare because you I can, gotcha. You will almost never do it on the first try because the jank is so real. I gotcha. And those are just the shitty ones from the first game. <laughs> You could, you could go on for hours. Basically, you could... Alright, we could just sum this up and say that uh, most Dark Souls bosses are shit. Sons of bitches. They suck. Sons of bitches. Yeah, the worst part is some of the final bosses are just underwhelming. Like in Dark Souls 2, you have Nashandra. 
she's the fucking easiest boss. The only thing difficult she you does... You just yell harsh language at her, and she's like, no, stop! The only tedious part about her is that she, uh... She takes your health down with curses. Not, like, weakens your health, but literally takes your health away. Right. Like, if you try to restore your health, it won't go back to full. Oh. Yeah, she... In Dark Souls 2, when you die, every time you die, a little bit of your health is taken away permanently. Uh, up until half. And she can take that away very quickly. But nothing she does really damages you, so... Um... Ollie is pretty cool from Dark Souls 2 because he's an optional final boss. If you find all of his hiding spots, he'll show up after you kill Nassandra. Okay. But he's not very difficult. He's just neat. The Fume Knight's a fucking pain in the ass because you have to kill four weak points throughout the level before even getting to him. Gotcha. He'll, he'll destroy you. I like Sir Alon. He's a samurai who you have to duel at a in like a sunset marble hall. He's pretty cool. But That's not, cool. Not super hard. But he's not, not a total dick. No. See, Dark Souls known for its shitty bosses. Some of them are just really good, and some of them are complete crap. Like the Royal Rat Authority. It's a room full of rats. One of them has a mohawk. That's your boss. <laughs> it's I'm, Spike. I'm not even exaggerating. That's exactly what it is. Some of them are just copy and paste lazy. Just give him cheese. He'll let you go. <laughs> especially in part two. They're just fucking shitty. The Burnt Ivory King, he's the fucking hardest boss ever. Ava's cool. Ava's a giant tiger, but it's invisible. Alright. And you can't see its footprints on the ground. How do you know it's a tiger? Because you have to make it uninvisible. Oh, alright. Alright. Okay, alright, you win. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls 2 just has shitty copy-paste stuff, but... Most of the ones from Dark Souls 3 are not that bad, except the Nameless King, who I mentioned at the beginning, and the final boss, the Soul of Cinder... Um, I can't quite remember, but it's this will be the last one I talk about. It's sort of implied that the Soul of Cinder is the main character from the first game that you play as. It's implied. Right. Because even though he's taller and bigger than you, he can use all of your moves. He can use every magic in the game. He can use, uh, you know, most of the swords in the game. He can switch between a scimitar, a claymore, a magic, bow, all that on the fly. And he does it all with his sword, which isn't really a sword. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a it's like a twisted iron bar. Okay. It's not sharp at all. But he can morph it into various weapons and use those for different purposes. Anyway, I know I rambled on for a long time, but... You're fine. Dark Souls is very cool. I mean, and I've not... I'm just not into self-punishment like that. You know what I mean? You're that... raising a kid. Don't you lie to me. At this point where he's at now, he raises himself. <laughs> I just have to make sure he eats and brushes his teeth. He just thinks <laughs> the don't die dance every morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to do. I mean, because, uh, you know, by this point, he already has his own personality. He's He already decides. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He knows who he is for the most part as much as a 12-year-old can. It just I just have to make sure he doesn't die. That's my only job now. Give him a few years and he'll find the real final boss. Life. <laughs> His his first love, his first heartbreak. Oh, they're in, they're in there together right now. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but once again, I just my game time is limited, and as I get older, I limit myself on my game time because I don't game time is limited. 
So I'm going to play Elite Dangerous and all these mining games that require time sinks. I haven't played them at all in months. You were just talking about something you want to do with Elite Dangerous. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to do it or have done it. Oh, good. You're learning. (laughs) Whatever. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. You don't know me. Oh, God. I have to go to work tomorrow. Fuck. Ha, 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 Bitch, I'll kill you. Work, 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 work. Thing I do every day. I only Please, do it. someone. I only have to do it two days a week, except when I don't. <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, I just I choose not to put my time into those games. And like I say, I try to say on every podcast, if that's what you love and you want to play that game, just because I might talk a little bit of shit on it or crack some jokes about it, doesn't mean I don't want you to have your fun. I don't normally care if you make jokes about it, but Dark Souls is one of those things where unless you've been through it, you don't know. I don't have to have been through it. I have this thing called YouTube, and I can watch other people struggle. No, 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 no. No, that is not the same. It is. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, It's close enough. How can I put this? You remember Metal Gear Solid 3 when you fight the boss and you go through all that shit? You fight the boss, you have this emotional climax with her, then you fight Ocelot, and you fought the Shagohod before that, and by the end of it, you're ready to fucking cry because of how depressing it is. Uh If you just watched that on YouTube, it would not have the same effect. No, I mean, you're right, because, see, that's where where video game movies usually fail to begin with. I agree. Because you are not the character. Mm -hmm. You're watching someone else be the character. But when I play through a storyline, you know, I am Commander Shepard. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite story on the <laughs> Well, and it also goes, like, you've actually had, how should I put it, a struggle in the game. So it, it pushes the struggle for, like, God, that part was tough. Like, you feel mm-hmm. that in the narrative of the story to the part where, like, you are in that with them. So when it comes time for him to, quote, unquote, get the reward at the end or get, you know, the anguish at the end, you're like, oh, that fucking sucks. I went through all this and now he's going to have to feel this. Yeah. Like you you take on that with it. Right. Yeah, you 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 co-opt or you you surrogate mm-hmm. those feelings. Uh what's the the fucking word? I can't remember. Vicarious. It's vicarious. Yeah, yeah vicariously. That's just like I mean I know a lot of people here wouldn't but Gears of War 3, when Gears of War 3 come out, like a lot of people got emotional over that because you had the two guys that you were playing with, Dom and Marcus. Marcus and You'd already went through two whole games with those two guys for the mm-hmm. most part together. Sure, you had Cole and I can't think of the other guy's name, Baird. Yeah. Cole and Baird on the side, but for the most part, it was Marcus and Dom. It's the Cole train, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah, but when you got to the end of it and, well, you got to a, the parts that were wrenching in it, like, it did take its emotional toll on you because you're like, God, I've been through everything. I've been through these two mm-hmm. other games with these guys. And this is the culmination for these guys. This is how this works out for them. And you did feel sad for him at times. Even in, like, Halo 3. Yeah. Running through as, as Master Chief for this whole fucking thing. But the difference is, with Dark Souls, you're not going through this journey with another character. You are the character. Right. You have no personality, no motives. Any character that your character has is because you gave it to them. Right. It's what you imprint on them. It's not Solid Snake running through, you know, or uh, Naked Snake running through, uh, or even Marcus Phoenix going through and fighting the Horde. It's it's not that. You have to decide why you're doing this. Right. 
to save the world. Dark Souls world's already ruined. Nobody gives a shit about it. All right. To get the achievements. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> or the trophies. To feel like you've accomplished it. <laughs> to say, hey, I want my name on that wall of people who have beaten Dark Souls. Right. Right. To to. And that's normally the main reason. Is there really a wall that you put your name on? There's gonna be. <laughs> In Dark Souls 2, there's an equivalent. Once I'm done. Dark Souls 2 meme the fuck out of the, the whole dying thing because... In the beginning area of the game, Majula, there's a uh, counter for how many player deaths across that console. Oh, And the last nice. I checked, it's in, like, the double-digit billions. Oh, wow. Just how... Yeah, I can see that. Dark Souls 2 is stupid cheap, though. But anyway, think you're about sick of hearing about Dark Souls? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, once again, I don't have a lot of skin in the game. I'm going to show you some shit when we're done here. Says you. I don't give a fuck what you think. Podcast. This is my house Guaranteed. And you can't com. stop that. You just walk into a house like, this is mine now. <laughs> like, but we live here. Like, this belongs to me. No. Twitter at GamerDA1. Game discretion advised on Facebook. And you can also find us at GamerDA.com. The website. It's here. Email us. Tell me why I'm wrong about Dark Souls and why Artorias was easily beatable and how you killed Calamite the psychic dragon in one try. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell him. It wasn't me. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also give us all your shaggy lyrics. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>